Oh my goodness. Hey queen, you're listening to the official Hype Girl podcast with me as your host, Aaliyah Jade. I'm a girl obsessed with hyping people up. And let's be honest, life can be tough, but girlfriends are tougher. And when you forget just how amazing you are, I'll be right here to remind you. Not only will I give you energy, I'm going to keep it real while we fight those intermediate girls with tips, tricks, and tools to get out of your own way. Let's navigate this crazy world together, go after the lives we want, and find all of the rainbows through life's thunderstorms. If you're ready for some real talk and a whole lot of hype, then let's freaking go! Yo, what is up, my beautiful and good people? How are y'all living today? Yo, my intro gets me so hype every single freaking time. And you guys, I just listened to my hype song of the day that is added to the official Hype Girl playlist, which you can find on Spotify. It is full of all of my hype songs, all the songs of our guests. I just listened to Call Me Maybe by Carly Rae Jepsen. I don't even need to tell you who it's by because I know you know this song. This song is so hype. No matter if you hate it or if you love it, that song just gets you in your good feels just like Baby by Justin Bieber. That will be probably the next one that I do. So look out for it to be added to the playlist in the future. But you guys, I want to preface this episode by telling you at the end, I am going to ask you to post a picture instagram and tag me telling me your thoughts on this specific episode or even just proof that you listen because hashtag pics didn't happen right but i want you to go into this episode with the mindset and the manifestation that this will be the best episode ever exactly what you needed to hear right when you needed to hear it that it's going to be super inspiring etc etc and i want you to take that picture right now like literally get out your phone you literally had to click on this episode to listen to it so screenshot it right now that you're listening and then once the show is over you know what to do okay okay So I am on this kick right now where I want to talk to people about going after their dreams. I'm in the process of getting one of my favorite people from Big Brother, uh, Morgan Willette. I'm just going to let the cat out of the bag right now, you guys. I'm so excited um, to have her on my show, but our schedules have conflicted so much over the last two months. It's either I'm traveling or she's traveling um, or things just didn't line up or she's like crazy busy. And so I will get that out to you guys. Hopefully the next episode that airs in two weeks from now, um, if you're listening to this on the premiere date. Um, But other than that, you guys just know that it is coming. It's on its way. I'm so excited, but bear with me. As the official hype girl, which you guys already know by the name of the podcast, by my energy, by my Instagram, all the things, I just felt like it was right that I talk about going after my own dreams because I'm here to help you guys go after yours and like live the lives that you want to live and shut out those inner mean girls, right? So it's only right that I talk to you about going after my own dreams because we're in this together. Like as I'm going through it, I'm helping you go through it as well. We're all in this together hashtag high school musical I'm literally on the same level as you and I want to make sure that I'm being as transparent as possible in my journey for those of you who don't know I'm an online health and fitness coach with the company team Beachbody and I could not be happier I know it's not for everyone Um, I know a lot of my friends are probably very confused when I started but I like to think that they understand it all now like they've gotten used to it it's been a little over two years like all right this is a Leo like she's at a full 10 she literally has not been happy 
happier. Like, she was happy-go-lucky kind of before, but now this is, like, to an extreme, a whole new level. But I want to talk about the process, right? And I want to talk about going after my dreams and what that looks like. Like, now I'm an online, like, full-time health and fitness coach. But before that wasn't the case. Before, I I worked in corporate America, um, and I had this job that I wasn't crazy about. Um, I think that is so common in society, right? Like, we're told, go to school get your four-year degree, and then go find a job, right, that fits that specific field that you studied. But then we're faced with all of the jobs telling us that we need more experience or we need a higher education, like we need a graduate degree. So then we're either forced to take a job that we feel is a little bit under us in a way, like we are more than qualified to complete it, Um, Or we find ourselves going back to school and either racking up debt or, you know, just doing something that we're not really, like, excited about. Like, who wants to go back to school once you finish? Like, it's this big high of, like, I just completed something incredibly hard and now I'm going through another trial, right? But I I did that. So I went to a four-year well, I, did, I got my degree in three years, hashtag Enneagram 3. I'm doing a lot of hashtags today, apparently. Um, but I finished my degree in three years. And then I took a year off to find a job. Well, not a year off. I wasn't planning on taking a year off. Um, I was just planning on going into the workforce. And found a job. And then I found another job. And then I said, you know, I want to go back to school. Um, and so I went back to school and got my business degree. It only took one year. And then it took me a while to find a job after that. But a couple of months, literally hate job searching so if you guys are in that season of your life I feel for you because it is the worst thing ever in my opinion okay maybe not the worst thing I'm being very dramatic here Um, but for a new graduate it is one of the worst things right it's it's that and post-grad depression not being around all your friends and having the excitement no events and like really fending for yourself and stepping into this adulthood that no one asked for I'd like a refund on my adulthood thank you very much but no so I I I finished my graduate degree and then I got I went into um, my first corporate job working as a HR compensation specialist and when I received the job offer I was like oh my gosh this is so exciting this is my first one after so many months of applying and getting far in certain processes or just being denied outright or not getting any feedback from a lot of other jobs and I was like this isn't really necessarily what I want to do it's not the field that I was looking for it is in human resources and I was looking for an HR job at the time Um, but compensation specialist dealing with equity and stocks and it just wasn't my jam but I knew it was something that I could do. I knew that I was capable of doing it. It wasn't something that was like too far out of reach. Nothing that was like too grandiose where I was like, Aaliyah, maybe you shouldn't because you're unqualified. I, f- I did feel unqualified, but not to the extent where I couldn't do it. I felt unqualified to this to the point where I knew that I could learn to actually complete my job. And in that same breath, I thought that, okay, if I can learn my job on the job, I could probably learn to love it along the way as well. That simply did not happen, you guys. And I read this quote in a book I'm reading right now called Uncommon Accountability. It's by Brian Moran and Michael Lennington. Uh, Brian Moran is the same guy who wrote The 12-Week Year, and it is absolutely, it's so good right now. But there's a quote, a section talking about how we can have accountability in our career. And it literally said less than half of American workers, 49%, right? So less than half, are satisfied with their jobs. 
and Gallup, the same people, the same company that does like the Strengths Finder assessment and other types of like leadership development, um, Gallup found that 85% of the nearly 1 billion workers worldwide are not engaged at all in their work. If we are spending a majority of our time, like majority, like 40 to 50 hours a work week at a job, and 70% of people are disengaged with only ha- less than half being actually like satisfied with it. What are we doing with our lives? Like there are literally people who are simply, you know, putting in the time looking forward to the day they can retire. Like they are putting in 40 years of misery and just not no passion whatsoever and dread and drain and not feeling fulfilled just for 15 minutes, 15 minutes, basically 15 minutes, 15 years of retirement, relative enjoyment. So all of that to say, there's a shocking number of people and I think that we are kind of like fed this at, in society as we grow up is that we we just find a job and we stick with it no matter if we're happy with it or we're unhappy with it for 40 plus years and then you get to retire and enjoy 15 years like that's when you start living is when you're 65 plus and you have all this money supposedly as you were saving throughout the years if you make enough right that's insane to me but I found myself going down that path and within three months of working that corporate job I knew it wasn't for me I literally hated it I hated where I lived well no okay back up I love North Carolina because it's so beautiful I love the seasons changing I hate the cold that's what it is I'm a Florida girl through and through I hate the cold I think snow is pretty and beautiful and I don't want to be stuck in it I don't want to have a snow day in where I don't if I don't have food like stocked up in my apartment which I did have once when I was in grad school worst night of my life um I I, I want to be warm and so I found myself in a position where I hated what I was doing at my job. I didn't like where I lived because of the cold. And I found myself so much more depressed and harping on my insecurities and not feeling good enough. Not feeling like I was where I needed to be at that time. And I asked her, I told her, I want to quit. And she was like, no, it's really not that bad. I think you're just being, well, she didn't say I think you're being dramatic, but more or less that's what she was saying. And I was telling my career coach, I don't know if I can do this. They're like, well, stick it out for at least a year. I was like, all right, I'll give it at least a year. And about like the four or five month mark when uh, the holidays were hitting, I came across coaching and it wasn't like I was looking out for it. Coaching truly did find me. I saw it an ad on my Instagram where I, ha- I had a separate Instagram for my personal account, which you guys know um, and hopefully love. Um, but I had a separate account specifically for fitness because I was going on my health and fitness journey. I was struggling. I had struggled five and a half years before I found this opportunity. And I was just on again, off again, inconsistent, didn't know what I was doing in the gym. I thought, working out and was punishment. I thought it was mainly cardio that I had to do to see results. And I just, I just wanted to be tinier. I didn't accept myself. I didn't love myself. I thought other people would love me more if I looked different and I took up less space. Um, And I was in this very insecure, unworthy, depressed state of my life and coaching found me. I didn't say yes right away. I was fearful. I was scared. I was like, well, what if I'm not good at this? What if no one wants to work with me? What if I don't get the results that I'm looking for? What if this is just another thing that I tried and I failed? Um, And I had all of those. I was like, well, I don't really need the income. So it's not like I'm like, that was what I was really contingent on. It was more so 
will I actually complete it? Is this something that I can accomplish and see results from? Is this something that I can use to help other people not go through what I went through with my self-image, my body image, my depression with it and everything and help them out? Like, is, is this something that is going to be successful? And the thing is, you won't know unless you try, right? And the thing about being successful is you're going to fail along the way. An example I love to bring up every single time when people talk about being scared of failure is that Thomas Edison did not create electricity, light bulb, whatever on his first try. But what he did find was 10,000 ways not to make it work, right? 10,000 ways of not making it work. In other words, is he failed 10,000 times before he found the one time where it worked. And then you continue. You learn from your mistakes. You take account of those 10,000 times of like, all right, the first time I did this, second time I did this, 9,829th time I did this. And you redirect, right? You, You shift, you pivot into finding, until you find a way where it works. And so I took a chance on coaching. And the crazy thing is, you guys, coaching has been, like I said, the best thing that's ever happened to me. It's actually brought me so much closer to God, which is why I know it found me. And the reason it's brought me closer to God is because I found something that I'm passionate about. And I 1000% believe that God did not put us on this earth to live in misery, to go to a job where we hate it to live in misery every single day, to be drained 40 plus hours of the work week. That is a place where we spend the most time. We spend more time at work than we do at home to rest our head or we spend less time with our friends and our family. Work is what we do here on this earth to contribute to society. And that is a place where we need to be feeling our best, right? At least that's what I think. And I don't think that God designed it in a way where we feel drained from it, but that we should feel fulfilled and that we should feel that our gifts and talents are being used and that we are passionate about something, that we have purpose here on this earth. And it's through that and it's through the people in the coaching community that have expressed their love and relationship with God that has brought me closer to him that has made me want to explore it even more because I've always known who God was and I always knew he existed from the way that I was raised. But it wasn't until coaching really that I was like, I want to dive all the way in. And that's very recent. I'm going to be real with y'all. That is very recent for me. It's scary to dive all the way in and express that for other people to see. But it's something that I, that's been put in my heart that I want to live my life in a way that glorifies him. And I use my business specifically for that as well. My name, the official hype girl, was actually coined by my team, which you guys should know from previous episodes that I've shared. But if this is your first one, that is exactly where it came about it was from my team, my coaching team, which I know it was by God's plan. Now I have dreams and visions wider than I ever thought possible with this business, with coaching. Things that I never thought of with my corporate job, which is insane to me. Like helping my mom build our our new home in Palm Coast. Like lots of travel, which I always wanted to do. One of my goals is to visit all 50 states. I would love to go to Greece and like explore all these things, whatever. But I never really thought that that was possible for me, right? Like I thought that this could happen, but eh, not really. Savings for me and my future family of seven. That's two parents and five kids, guys, not seven kids. Um, but those are, those are dreams that I have now that I just did not think was possible before. Like I'd always had like, oh, I'd love to like marry someone and like have three to five kids, you know? 
But with coaching, it's it's allowed me to dream even bigger. And I thought I was dreaming big before. It allowed me to dream even bigger to ha- say like, no, I want five kids. Like that's what I want in my life. I want a big family. That's something I didn't have growing up. And I would love to have that go- going into like leaving my legacy through my children. Future giving opportunities like charity and volunteering. That's something that I've always wanted to do. And coaching has allowed me to have that dream of having future time freedom where I'm not working all the time, where I'm not devoting my energy to my friends and my family all the time, but I can give a little bit more, whether that is giving tithe and offering to my church or giving my time and volunteering um, on the weekends or something to contribute to society in that way, to my community. That's a dream that I've always had, but I didn't feel like I could do that with my corporate job because I'd be so drained throughout the week that I just did not want to do anything on the weekends. But let me tell you guys, coaching literally has been the best thing, like I said, but I've doubted this dream before. I'm going to keep it real with y'all. Like I said in my intro, I'm, I'm here to keep it real. I've doubted this dream. I've actually felt lost a couple weeks ago. And if you're hearing this, April 2022, literally the beginning of March 2022, I was in this serious state of lost. Like I felt lost. I didn't know where to go next. I didn't know if this really was where I was supposed to be. Like I hit the two year mark and I just, I just did not feel right. Like something just felt off. And I was like, God, is this what you have for me? Throughout this two year plus journey of being a coach, I've doubted my capabilities before. I've had self-doubt. I failed and gotten up time and time again. But this time, something just felt completely different. Like I said, I, I felt lost. I was unsure if this is what God wanted me to do. And I'm here to tell you guys, there will be moments when you doubt your path. And I think that's normal. It's like, is this my true purpose? Is this my calling? Is my footing on the right, like in the right, going in the right direction? Is my footing going in the right direction? And we all experience tests, right? Like trials and tribulations in this lifetime. But nothing, absolutely nothing can stop God's will for your life. Even when you feel unqualified, especially when you feel unqualified, because time and time again in the Bible, God uses the unqualified. He uses the people you would never think of to bring about his message and his word and his will for our lives. Even when you keep experiencing failure, God's will will always prevail. That's why it's so important to know God's voice and not be confused with your own feelings or even the devil playing the battlefield of your mind. Like the thoughts that you have, the self-doubt, the unworthiness, the incapable, the unimportant, the not enough, all of those thoughts are not anything that God says about you. That is the devil playing in the battlefield of your mind. Like he is at a full out war on your mind and he wants to hold you captive so bad. And sometimes we let him win, but you have to fight back and you have to be able to discern God's voice in your life that he, God can speak to you in many ways, guys. He can speak to you 
like actual speak, like talking. Um, you, you can actually hear his voice. He'll speak to you through your dreams. He'll speak to you through other people. He speaks to me sometimes in songs. And I think that is so freaking cool because I am such a music person and God knows me. Oh, is that so, so cool? God knows who I am. And he knows the ins and outs of like what I like, what I don't like, how I'm wired, how my brain thinks, how I function, all the things. And the, the it's literally the coolest thing to me that he chooses to speak to me through songs that I'll hear in a Panera or in a Starbucks or whatever when I'm working and thinking like, gosh, I can't do this. But then my favorite artist comes on or a very inspirational song comes on. Or when I'm feeling drained, he puts on like a high school musical song and he knows that gets me like hyped up. <laughs> it is literally the coolest thing. But to know God's voice and to know that it's him and not your own feelings, not your own thoughts, not your own preconceived notions, not anything that anyone else is trying to put on you. You have to know God's voice. And you learn that by listening to his word, by reading his word and listening to people talk about his word, but then backing that up and knowing it for yourself and reading the Bible or reading a devotion. And I know those can be difficult. Sometimes I find it hard to crack open that Bible too. But that's the only way that we're going to know that. So with going after my dream of coaching and taking this full time. So the reason why I told you guys the whole backstory of the job that I hated and finding coaching is because I was able to take coaching full time within a year and a half because I knew that it was that was the thing that I wanted to do. I knew that this pre my previous job was not the path that I wanted to take. I knew that that was draining me more than it was fulfilling me and that there was a real future with coaching. I felt that God was calling me to it. And so when uh, just about half a year after that, I had my, like literally last month, I had my feelings of being lost of like, okay, God, did I make the stupidest decision ever? Did I really hear your voice? Was this really your calling? I'll tell y'all, it's been hard. I am not going to lie to you. It's been hard. But again, it's been the best thing that's ever happened to me. And recently I went to Punta Cana with my team. Uh, on a trip that I earned during my first year as a coach, which is insane to me. Um, but I was on that trip and it was through that, that was confirmation that I needed. Confirmation from God of just saying, Aliyah, you are meant to be here. The people that I've met, the energy that I now have, the relationship that I have with my body and with food, how I show up for others and on social media, the content that I create, the way that I think now, the personal development that I've done and, and grown, the amount of lives I've been able to change, etc. I feel so fulfilled. And I would not trade that feeling for anything in the world. And that is how I know this is God. And if he wants me to do something else, I am listening. My ears are open. And I want to make sure that I don't have any feelings, that I am unbiased, that I use not even my head and my heart. Like I, I want to be able to hear God's voice and be obedient in that. I want to leave y'all with this as I wrap this episode up. Okay. God has amazing plans for your life. He has thoughts and plans above anything you could ever ask for, think of, or even imagine. And above does not always mean bigger. I think oftentimes we think, oh, above anything you could ever think of, meaning it's going to be 10 times bigger. Like, oh, you have this vision of speaking, um, just a vision of speaking. Well, above that would be speaking worldwide. Well, maybe above that means a specific population. 
Maybe it's a specific group. Maybe it's you're going into schools. Maybe you're going into prisons. Maybe you're talking to a specific group of people that have been affected by rape or sexual tra- sex trafficking. Or maybe you're talking to divorced women, right? Maybe you're talking to widowers. You know, you never know. It's above, above doesn't mean bigger. It means it's coming from a different perspective. Because God sits higher than we do, right? He has, a different pers- he has a different perspective of your life than anyone else. And he wants the best for you. He wants the best for you that also brings glory to him. And he knows how the story ends. It ends in your victory. So when we learn to trust him and all that he does, whether that's giving to our lives or taking away, that includes giving people and taking people away, whether that's in the impromptu, the spur of the moment, spontaneous, or the patience, the waiting game that we play with our, in our lives. Cast your cares to him, lean on his understanding, and your path becomes way, way clearer. I hope that this episode encouraged y'all today. I hope that you take that picture like we did at the beginning and you post this on your story. I'd love to hear your feedback. I'd love to know what your favorite part was and how you're going to use this in your life. You know, this this show is about tips, tricks, and tools to go after the lives that you want to live, to get out of your own way. And in order to do that, I think we just surrender. Surrender to God. Ask him to show you where to go, to lead you, to guide your path. Give it to him. He's got you covered. Okay? I love y'all so much. Thank you for listening, and I'll catch y'all next time. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, let me know by leaving a review. Or better yet, share it on your Instagram story and tag me so I can personally thank my new bestie. And while we're at it, let's go ahead and set up a date for next time. How does Monday sound? Perfect. I'll see you then, girl. Bye.